106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, and it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service with me today. How's Steve? Oh, good. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, beautiful. Charlie Grimes, our engineer, of course. Larry Younger answering phones, which they were with us during Fix It Radio as well. We had a really busy hour. Man, that was really... Every time Pam's here, uh, Pam Brewster, Dennis's wife, we talk trees and tree care, and there's so many things we didn't even get to. We'll have to keep having her back because that's just a topic that we could literally spend, I think, three hours on trees and all of that. So anyways, I appreciate Pam coming in. That was a, a great day. So I think I've lost more trees than I've have <laughs> you know you're not the only one out there listening that can say that a lot a lot can say that question of the day and this this comes from dennis by the way dennis brewster question of the day favorite station wagon and then what qualifies as a station wagon because there's probably differences of opinion as to what even is a station wagon so favorite station wagon i am on the lookout by the way i don't know why but when i was a kid i can remember my dad and mom having, you know, we had Buick, Buick dealership back in those days, but we had a, uh, one of those uh, Vista wagons, you know, <laughs> Buick Vista wagons where it's got the rounded windows. Yeah. It has a window in the front, you know, kind of where the kids sit above the passenger seat. There's that window above, and there's kind of the, 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 the rounded windows up above the main windows that you could kind of see out. They were yeah. tinted. They were just cool looking. Cool. And it did. Um, did you sit backwards in the very, very back? You could if you wanted to. It, didn't yes. it have like a flop up or yes. kind of a thing? Those would have or been like a, flop up. I want to say like right. a '69 Wildcat wagon or something. I don't know if I'm saying this right. I should know my cars better than this. I apologize, but I think they were Wildcat wagons, is what they were. So it was a yeah '69 Wildcat wagon. That to me is personally <laughs> my favorite. Maybe for, because of growing up with one. Sure. I don't know, but that, it's it's one of the. I think one of the best-looking station wagons there, a picture up? there is. So, yeah, I'm pulling a picture oh. up for, for right. Steve right now, if I can get, yeah, right here. Now, this one's got custom wheels and stuff, but oh, yeah. but see what I'm talking about? So, Steve's looking. So, you, you had the little window above the passenger here and then down the sides as well. They were just a good-looking station our, wagon. And our family vehicle was a 64 uh, multi-window Volkswagen bus. Or 62, you know, with the yep. or 23 window. Or 20, they're 20, worth a fortune right now. Yeah, and it had the same rounded kind of glass. And, they are and it had worth. a convertible top. You don't want had, to that know was our what, family. You don't want to know what they're worth today. Oh, they're tons, yeah. 100 yeah. grand plus. Yeah, they're tons. That's they're, amazing. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of rare. They're, yeah, they're very. very. Rare, but, uh, yeah, but and they were, and Steve can attest to this, they probably weren't the best vehicle on the road. Oh, no, no, no. Well, my dad had taken and put a Corvair. I probably told you this a hundred times. But he took a Corvair engine and put it in. Really? He took the. That's the, right. You did tell me that. He took out the bus engine, put the Corvair, which gave it more power, but um, it gave it four reverse gears and one forward because the engine span spun differently. Uh, so they had to flip the ring around and stuff. But the ring gear. But 
kind of an interesting story, but uh, it used to go. That was our family car. That was but, it. Huh? You know, I I got in one to drive it, and you know, I mean, the steering wheel is this big, you know, and it's like I know you're going all over I the know. place. You can't. I, I know. you can't see what I'm doing, but uh, <laughs> you can't you can't handle no, it's it. Like, but it's like driving a big old truck. Yeah, back and, in the day, you know, and half a turn steering that's wheel right. just kept you in the lane. That's right. You know, <laughs> that's right. That's hilarious. All right. Anyways, that's our question of the day. Jerry and Greeley, you're starting things off for us. Go ahead, sir. Hi, John. Uh, it's been quite a while back, but I, I learned from listening to the show that um, there was a problem with uh, the oils that were being used um, that weren't really providing adequate protection, and the American Petroleum Institute uh, urged the manufacturers to come up with, with a better oil, basically, a, a GF6, I think. I think GF6 is the current standard, yes. I, I need to double-check that, but I think that's right. Yeah. Well, and um, specifically, I was concerned about my uh, 2017 F-150 with the 3.5 turbo, mm-hmm. and, and I, I had heard um, a field report from, from, I can't remember which member of your group it was, but, but the, the report was that tearing apart engines, they were finding this, this inadequate oil was resulting in uh, timing chain stretch or wearing the wearing the timing chain so it had the same effect as if they had stretched mm-hmm. and um, uh, I, I think there was a recommendation to to even like cut the the manufacturer's recommended oil change interval in half to to avoid unnecessary wear depends on the vehicle okay oh, I, let me, I, I should rephrase that and, and depends on the engine in said vehicles what i should say well and how often are you doing and what kind of oil are you using all those there's a lot of right this is no longer a standard you know change oil every x and x you know x or x it depends on the person the driving habits what you're driving the engine in the vehicle all of that jerry um okay so on my on my 17 uh 3.5 turbo uh in in the f-150 the oil they call it the intelligent oil life monitor that's mm-hmm. supposed to calculate all the different factors. Mm-hmm. And, and um, with my highway, almost all highway driving, that works out to um, they, they, the oil life monitor would tell me to change every 10,000 miles. Yeah, it's basically. way too long on that car, on that engine. Yeah. Half of that on that one, yours. Yeah, I think five or six yeah, is five good. Five or six on an EcoBoost. And, and only because it's the direct injection side of it. N- not so much the other issues we're talking about with, you know, timing chain stretch and all of that but mainly because of the way a direct injection engine carbons up we want to keep good fresh oil in that vehicle you know 5,000 miles or so is probably tops uh, even with the highway driving and stuff that you're doing and again you want to use the bg epr that engine performance restoration every oil change 44k at every oil change that's sort of that regiment on direct injection engines you need to be doing yeah and you're gonna have to follow up with a, a gdi a direct direct injection service yep. that BG does probably every other year, Jerry. Fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, Almost, yeah, and I, don't, yeah. I, I can't remember, Jerry. I think. What do you drive? Seven, eight thousand miles a year, I think. Um. Well, between yeah, per vehicle. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So sorry. Yeah. I, That's about right. You know. So, yeah. So I, I knew you every other year, but yeah, so, typically every year if you're if you're driving a normal you know fifteen thousand mile a year interval. So have we got that sponsor with the Z engine yet? Have they come on board? Not yet, but that's another one you could look at. Is just do an oil sample with them. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. You know, I I did one. It works well. Yeah, I I did one, and I I thought it was really fascinating. It gives you a lot of information. Oh. Um, okay, and and well, you mentioned the forty four K, 
And, and I remember, um, you know, the ideal use of that is if you're going to take a long, long trip. And, and With your highway trip. driving, though, that you're doing, as long as you don't just pour it in and let it sit, you know, in your case, if you knew you're going to sit it for two weeks, I wouldn't put any in. But if you're going to, you know, go ahead and make a, you know, if you're going to use it that week, I'd, yeah, put some at the beginning of the week and drive it. It'd be fine. And it's going to get mixed in there pretty That's good. Right. You You'd know, it, it, your your fuel system is recirculating all the time. That's right. It's bringing it back, and it it should be mixed in there pretty good. That, you just didn't want it to kind of sit there and corrode on something. Correct. Okay. Well, great. Well, thanks. As always. Good question, by the way, Jerry. And that's one of those things. Direct injection engines. Most we're learning more and more, even as an industry, mm-hmm. on that and how they're working. And not every engine is the same. Your Ford is actually a little better as far as carbon buildup than maybe some of the competitors that are out there. Uh, some competitors really struggle. Uh, Ford actually had a little bit of an advantage because the Baja racing they did, it gave them a better feel for what the direct injections would do and engines would do racing in that atmosphere because you're, or in that arena, I should say, because you're, you know, in that world, they're on off throttle, on off throttle. Regular racing, when it comes to direct injection engines, doesn't really give you the same feel because it's typically wide open throttle all the time. Ford had the advantage of having it in Baja where they could actually vary the RPMs and they got more uh, data, I guess you could say, Jerry, on what to do to keep some of that carbon buildup from happening. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. You're welcome, Jerry. Appreciate it very much. I think even in the Ford manual, it doesn't specify to use full synthetic even on that. I don't remember. I, I, we were just, I'd have to look. I, I, the other day we were looking at one, and, and it was something similar like that, and it was not saying you should use a full synthetic even, or it wasn't requiring it, which I thought was really silly. You know, I mean, yeah, on a turbo, direct injected, you know. <laughs> right. So, but that could be the manual they wrote back in 15 or 17, and they've run since then too. True. Yeah, I, I know. I would have no problem running. running. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't even touch it. Run synthetic. I would, yeah. I would not put anything else yeah. in it. So, anyways, uh, you know what? Let's do this. Cindy, you've got a great question on a used car. Let's hold that for just one second so we've got plenty of time. We need to take a quick break. We'll come right back. Any other questions, 303-477-5600. And you all know fuel prices are way up. We'll get into some of that today as well. But question of the day, what is your favorite station wagon? And then I guess in your world, what qualifies as a station wagon? We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Rates are low. But are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, 
and even training Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out Hiking the Trail Safely with Your Dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today, 303-708-8050 or check them out, LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service with me today. Geno's over in Littleton, by the way. It's genosautoservice.com. And don't forget, Geno's starts with a J. Cindy, you are next. Hi. How are we doing, Cindy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? We're doing great. Thanks for calling. Good. I'm so glad you're there because my daughter just called me. She's in Washington, D.C. She needs a car. She moved back from Europe. Okay. She doesn't know where to start or where to go. Okay. A used car. Okay. And it's tough right now, as you know, because used car price, all all prices, used, new, doesn't matter. All prices are up. What what type of car is she looking for? Um, she's looking for a hybrid. Um, she didn't tell me what her her financial... Yeah, that would be the next are. question. Is kind of what's her budget, you know, what's she looking to spend. But a used hybrid. Yeah, and the thing you got to be yeah. careful of on a... Well, any car, but a used, a used hybrid especially is mileage because the farther we get down the road in a hybrid because of the battery system and so on, and depending upon the maker of said hybrid, 
Uh, Toyota makes the best, by the way, I feel. Not that some of the other ones aren't as good, but Toyota's been the pioneer in that world and I think has the best technology. Others are catching up, but depending upon what year and the age, the thing you have to be careful of, Cindy, is, you know, battery longevity. Is the battery still, you know, 100% or has it diminished? Those are things that really need to be inspected on a used hybrid before you buy it, even on a Toyota. Okay. Is there a website to look at for any certain areas to find a car? Ooh. Um, any and all. And, I, and I, I'm sorry, I, mean, I don't mean to try to, you know, I don't try to mm-hmm. push that question up, but really any and all. Edmunds, Carfax, Auto Trader, I mean, you name it. I, I would be looking at all of them because, again, used cars are at a, a premium right now. And, uh, you know, you could look that way. Some of those are going to direct you to dealers in her area. You can, again, it's not that she can't buy a car anywhere in the country because you can and have it delivered. I would be careful with Carvana only because a lot of their cars, and they will, they will tell you this, but it's not always up front. Some of their cars are salvage title cars, and they don't necessarily, you know, tell you that right on the front side when you're looking at, you know, cars and prices and so on. And I'm not saying Carvana is bad. I just don't think they're always as, as on the up. And by the way, there's some lawsuits and things even going on with them right now concerning what I'm saying. So I'm not speaking out of turn or slandering them by any means. These are things known in the public that are happening with Carvana. That's probably one of those I would, I would be very – not that I would stay away from them, but I would be very careful if I found one from them. What do you think about okay. an auto broker for If you can find an auto broker out in D.C. that will do some of this legwork for her – and, and even charge just a little bit to do that, not bad, because they will go through the whole process and, and even recommend who can do a, a used car inspection and the whole nine yards. The problem in D.C. is I have no contacts there whatsoever, Cindy, none, zero. Okay, so Maryland, Virginia area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, I have nobody in that area. I mean, I've, I've known some guys in areas outside of that, but I don't know anybody in that local D.C. area that I could send her to. Okay. Be, almost we'll be get, better off finding a car back here and, you know, hauling it sure. out there to her as opposed to anything. Yeah. Which, by the way, is an option. I mean, you could even do some legwork here, and plane tickets are cheap. You still are. They're yeah. not, they haven't gone up a ton in price yet. I mean, if you found the right car at the right price and the right deal and, and got it done, you can just hop in it here and drive home. Got it. Good idea. Thank you so much. That way you can help her with that car, and we can as well, and make sure it's actually a good car, because we've got shops here that could do some inspection and so on with that to make sure it's a good car. The other thing about buying used cars here versus there, our cars don't have near the salt and rust and corrosion issues that you're going to find on used cars on the East Coast. So I would be inclined to actually buy it here and take it there versus the other way around, Cindy. So I can do that. So where, how do I start doing that? So, so in our local area, you know, again, use those, those sites I just mentioned. You know, look at, you know, everything from, you know, Carfax, look at some of the dealer lots. Um, you know, all of the dealers right now, are, the only thing they have to sell is used. There's very, very few new cars, you know, on the market right now. Uh, and so every dealer you look, when you see a, a, a dealer lot, even as I look, you know, west here out of my window, and I'm looking at like three or four dealerships off Havana down here, the cars in the lots, Cindy, the majority are used, not new. So even the new car dealers mm-hmm. will have used cars as well. It's just a matter of, you know, what's her budget? What are you looking for? What type of car? You know, is she looking for a Prius? Is she looking for a Camry? Is she looking for a RAV4 hybrid? I mean, there's hybrids across the board. What is she looking for? Okay. All right, and then when I find one, 
We can help you with I that. You 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 find one. We've got you know we've got folks around town where we could get that car to somebody in our you know in our arena and at least get an inspection done and figure out how good that car is. Is it priced right and so on? And even even if you find a listing, you are more than welcome to email me that listing and I'll tell you, yeah, that's one I probably would look at, or nope, that's one I would stay away from. You you can send me the listing and I can help you with that as well. Okay. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. My email, by the way, Cindy, John, J-O-H-N, at drive-radio.com or drive-radio.com. Okay. Thank you, John. We'll help you, Cindy. Thank you very much. No, that's a great great question, by the way. And buying a used car in another state, not being there is difficult. I'd rather buy it here and haul it there as opposed to the opposite. I I agree. We've had had one just this week from Wisconsin, Mm. Uh, 05 Subaru. Brake lines are rusted. Oh, yeah. yeah. And apparently it's a problem with that particular car. We didn't know it. We didn't know it here. In Wisconsin, that's a problem with a lot of cars when it comes to brake lines and things like that. And, and, you know, we, we have... We're spoiled good, here. We are really spoiled. We're spoiled. I did not know how much... Yeah, you get, you get east of the Mississippi. Sure. Um, and even close to the Mississippi. I mean, even a car, honestly, in like, you know, Kansas City will be different in corrosion than it is... Here, humidity, salt, all those things. You know, we're a dry climate. Even even though we have more corrosion because of salt on the road now than we've had in the past, you know, we're still in better shape in Colorado. You know, Colorado, Utah, New Mexico, uh, Arizona. You know, even California. I mean, we're much better when it comes to those types of things than cars that are on that East Coast end of things are. So, uh, Hank and Aurora, you're next. Hi, I got a couple of things here. One, the NRA sends out their uh, Choose choose one, a uh, win a truck, a Ford or a Ram. I have no use for a pickup, and I don't know what I'd do if I had one. However, if I'm going to end, end this raffle, enter this raffle, tell me which one I should pick. Uh, one, the Ford Lariat. Two, the Ram Laramie. The Lariat has a 3.5 power boost full hybrid V6. have no clue what that is. 430 horsepower, 570 foot-pounds, with an electronic 10-speed selectable modes. Going to the Laramie, it's a 5.7 mm-hmm. Hemi MDSWT e-torque. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that is either. They, they've uh, got kind of an electric drive system on that truck that helps with the fuel economy on that truck is what that is. Oh, some more complicated stuff. So mm-hmm. it's an 8-speed automatic um, but it has 400 foot-pounds of torque with 300, or correction, 130 foot-pounds supplemental launch mm-hmm. torque. Correct. Cool. So if, if, if a guy doesn't need a truck, but he would drive it if he had it, which one would you choose in a raffle? <laughs> Tough call. I mean, the Laramie's got a really, really nice interior. Not that the Ford doesn't, but the Laramie has a super, super sharp interior on the dodge i think creature comfort wise frankly i think it's it's i don't want to say it's it's different maybe that's the best way for me to say it. i don't want to say it's any better than the ford it's just different i mean ford's got a very nice interior they've done a nice job as well fuel economy wise you're going to be better in the ford than you will be on the dodge itself uh, resale value down the road probably equivalent although the ford might be a tad above the the ram Although it's it's probably comparable, I do believe the Ram has a little bit bigger back seat configuration. If that you know is an issue with you on down the road, outside of that, they're probably fairly equal. 
what is a full hybrid V6? Uh, I'm the Lariat. That's their power boost hybrid, and I'll be honest with you. I have not driven one of those trucks yet. I've driven the Ram. I have not driven that Ford to give you any more info because I don't know. That's just a, a truck that I don't get a lot of Fords. You know, we do new car reviews and all that on a regular basis, yeah. Hank. That's not a – I hate to say this, but that's a brand I just don't get. Yeah. I don't get a lot – I just don't get behind the wheel of I don't know why. I don't get behind the wheel of too many Fords, period. Yeah, and I've owned a couple of bad news Fords, and I'm, I'm kind of a Ford guy. <laughs> uh, to, to your question of the day, favorite – and real quick, by the way, I do believe, um, just to kind of answer your question, too, I've not driven one of the Fords, but I think it works very similar to the way, you know, Ram is doing their sort of additional hybrid, you know, the, the boost system, if you would, because it's not a, it's not a, um, you know, cause it's only got a 1.5 kilowatt uh, battery pack, 41 horsepower electric motor on the on the Ford. So it's, it's not what I would, it's not going to be like a new Tacoma that's a full hybrid. Well, I'll make a decision. And on, on your question of the did day, you did you win it, or are you just entering? No, no, I got to enter. Oh, okay, I never win anything. <laughs> got it. Got it. And I just donate because uh, I, I approve of what they sure, do. Sure, you and I both. I, I'm I'm on that side too. You know me. I'm on that side as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, on, on the question of the day, uh, station wagon. Apparently, I registered my my uh, do- '83 Dodge full-size conversion van it's a b250 in another state and it's registered as a station wagon so apparently right now that's my favorite interesting i didn't know they did it that way so they actually call that a wagon it's station wagon okay in the in the uh the taxes and everything are really really inexpensive in an expensive state but i'm going to talk about this van for a minute i got to yank the motor out nothing wrong with it but I'm in the quest for more speed, so I'm going to build a 408 okay. and put in an Eagle rotating assembly, and it's going to be boosted. However, uh, the, the question came, how much compression ratio do I want when they build a rotating assembly? Well, then I'm going to have to figure out how much boost I'm going to put in, mm-hmm. and I don't know that until... And, and, what, and I'm sorry, I missed the, the... What's the van again? What year is it? It's an 83 Dodge... Full-size conversion. Okay, 83 B-250. Dodge. Um, yeah, you've you got to get back down to what are you going to do boost-wise and all of that to determine compression right. ratio. Typically, if you're going to boost it at all, eight, eight and a half to one is about all the higher you're going to run in it. Yeah, and I I don't know how soon before I can put the, the boost on it. I don't know what I'm going to put on for boost. Probably a turbo. That's what I love. But I was telling, I was thinking about nine to... No more than nine. Yeah, if you're going to boost it, yeah, no more than that. You, you, I mean, no more than nine. Get, because the fuel becomes, as you know, the fuel's the issue then. Yeah, now when I boost this, I'm going to have to get a flow, because th- it's carburetored, I'm going to have to get a flow through carburetor, and, and then I'm going to have to jet the carburetor to compensate for the boost. Yes, so you don't necessarily have to, ch- well, you wouldn't have to change the carburetor. They make... Um, you know, turbo that would work with that, you will have to rejet it, of course, yes. All right. I'm not so sure, to be honest with you, that, that I probably would go a little higher horsepower engine, fuel inject it, and I don't know that I'd worry about boosting it if you did it that way. Well, yeah, and that was another thing I was going to ask you. Now, I machined the block, 
and everything that he asked me, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put a power adder on it. So when he machined it, he, he said he had to do the honing different okay. and a few other things. And I thought, well, that won't affect it if I don't boost no, it. No, it won't. I can still drive it. That's right. The only problem is I lost my engine builder, so I'm on the quest for another engine mm. builder. And I don't know where to go. Nobody's messing around. Nobody's doing much. that hardly. Only only race car guys are doing that. Yeah. And I know one, and I don't know how good he is. He talks good, but you don't know until he... You don't know until you do it. You're correct, Hank. Okay. Well, okay. I'm going to win the... I'm gonna All right. Win. We'll win that one, and we're in good shape. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, man. Hank, thanks. As always, I appreciate it very much. All right, guys. Lines open. 303-477-5600. Question of the day. What's your favorite station wagon? We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. We live in uncertain times. Energy prices are through the roof, but what can you do? You only have one option for your electrical and natural gas needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air can help you keep those costs in line by giving you a free evaluation of your heating, cooling, and electrical demands. They have several ways to save you money, one of which is an infrared test to see where heating and cooling losses may be in your home. Once they do this, they can test and help you determine what can best be done to help reduce those losses and how you can save money. They also have more efficient devices that you can upgrade to that will save you money and make your home more comfortable year after year. So for all of your electrical, heating, and cooling needs, give them a call today at 720-526-0231 or Find them at fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. That's Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, our major sponsor of Fixit Radio, Drive Radio, and, of course, Ready Radio. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Winter is here and we've seen snow, high winds, and fires. You need to make sure your vehicle is ready for whatever Mother Nature throws at you. Let Extreme Auto Repair get you ready for anything that may come your way. With supply chain issues affecting everything we purchase, make sure you don't delay in getting whatever you need for your car or truck done before it's too late. They service all makes and models of vehicles, and they specialize in diesel repair. Don't forget, they also sell tires, and Cooper tires are at their cost. Don't be that person who waits until the last minute to get their vehicle ready. Get into Extreme Auto Repair now. Find them at drive-radio.com. That's drive-radio.com, or call 303-841-1071. That's Extreme Auto Repair. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. 
Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Those of you that I've put on hold because Larry's answering multiple calls at once here, he'll get right to you. Don't worry. 303-477-5600 is our phone number, and uh, he'll get you taken care of. Kurt Rogers joining us. He's, he's with us here typically once a month, so thanks for hanging it's out with us for a nice little bit. It's always nice to come and just listen. Well, I like having you here. Yeah, it's just, you know, car stuff. It's always... It's a joy. It's, it's, car, it's car, a car guy, too. He's not only a mortgage broker, but he's a car guy as well, so it fits yeah. in really great. So. Yeah. I appreciate you joining us. It and lets me know just how much I don't know about my car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Whenever you hear it's how much I don't know about mortgages. So, And by the way, those of you that are listening, if you need any help on a mortgage any way, shape, or form, fuel prices are up. I talked to somebody yesterday. Actually, I'm going to send – actually, sending to Kurt. I had a meeting with a potential client yesterday. I think they've already reached out to Kurt. And this particular client needs to do an all-in-one mortgage, which we'll talk about a little bit here in a minute. But they're currently and have been in a current mortgage. They're at 3.5% on a traditional 15-year mortgage and think they've got a great deal. And I'm like, well, it's not a bad deal, but, frankly, we can make that better. Yes. And so I did some math with them yesterday and sat down. And I'm not a mortgage broker, but could show them on paper that you should just call Kurt and – start moving forward because at the end of the day we can you know have more equity to use and save some money at the same time yeah, if you don't have enough jobs i'll always put you to work oh, thank John. you thank you Kurt. <laughs> appreciate that appreciate that all right jeff in western montana you're next hey i just called in to answer the station wagon let's hear it let's hear I it actually i actually have two the uh the dodge magnum uh, yeah good one. one hemi when it yep. came out yeah i uh that i i thought about getting one and it's like well that's not really practical for me but it was it was uh a back to the muscle car i guess the uh that whole early it was you know it, it really was and and depending upon which one of those you you bought um were they the best vehicle made i can't say that they were but with the right setup they actually you know they, they worked really well and ran really well yeah then uh, in terms of more vintage vehicles, we uh, I owned a uh, a 1970 Torino wagon. Oh, nice. One Windsor. Nice. And yeah, uh, yeah, I traded that in in 1977, and I really regret it now. I'd like to find that vehicle if I could and buy it back, but um, it was it was great. It did, it wasn't a Squire wagon that had the high the uh, concealed headlights. It had. They were out there, but just the shape and the way it ran, and mm-hmm. it was pretty much bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's a good one, by the way. I, I forgot. It. Again, that's why we're doing this. I forgot about those. Yeah, and if if I could get one with a Cleveland in it, you know, that would be that would be a dream. Um, Fifty one Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, and you know, here's the thing about some of those old wagons. Uh, if if you find one, most of these guys are naming their price, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. That some of these are bringing a boatload of money. 
The old wagons yeah, have just are. gotten popular all of a sudden. Yeah, I think yeah, with the explosion in car prices, any anything's popular anymore. Well, anything, but you know the the, the you know kind of what's happened is you know the muscle cars of you know the nomad wagons in the fifties and so on. I mean, they're so far out of reach for anybody to even try to own today that now what's happened is some of the late sixties, early seventies you know wagons that we all grew up with as kids have really kind of resurfaced in the and some of those had you know know, like the sport wagon i was mentioning earlier some of those had really decent power and ran Mm -hmm. well and they were kind of a little hot rod if you would and they're they're getting more popular now yeah so so anyway those are those are my two choices awesome awesome jeff as always appreciate it man thanks for calling in uh mike highlands ranch you're next sir go ahead Hey, uh, thank you, John, for taking the call. Uh, my mother's 1958 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser oh, yeah. had more chrome on it than I ever saw in my life. And my father had a 1957 Ford Ranch Wagon oh, yeah. with a T-Bird motor with dual four barrels and an overdrive. Nice. Nice. And he special ordered it. Uh, but I do have a question. I was driving back from a, a road trip in my 2020 Toyota 4Runner uh, across Kansas, 30 to 50 mile an hour winds, had the cruise control set. Of course, it's that radar cruise control mm-hmm. set up uh, in a 2020. Every time I pass a truck, it would kick off. Hmm. Okay. It was I I it was disconcerting because when it kicked off it would kick off. Right. I mean it was like boom, you were you were thrown forward and I don't know if it's air pressure or what the hell happened, but it, it to me it shouldn't have happened. Any uh, any weather in front of somebody. No, no, absolutely no clear but 30 to 50 mile an hour gusts. I mean the wind was serious. I had a what sailors call a, a, a wind a, a weather helm. I, you know, the, mm-hmm. if you let go of the wheel, the whole car goes to the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very sharply, and I, you know, I want I I thought, is it a pressure differential that's throwing it off? No, those are all those all are, are based off the camera. Hm. Yeah, I know, and so I was I'm completely and totally baffled. So. Either it saw something entering the, you know, that that sphere, if you would, where it, you know, said, hey, that's too close and I need to shut off or something. Uh, Because it it is literally all done off of visuals. It's it's radar and camera. That's what I thought. And I'll be darned, every time I went around a semi, a speed limit was 75. I had it set at 75. And and I'd go around them and I'd get right beside them. And that thing would shut down so hard. Mm -hmm. So uh, something was going on. Interesting. Well, you don't uh, think that semi's being picked up on the cameras? I mean, you know, that's, maybe it's a that's height a thing. Maybe. Much close. Maybe it's more because it's so tall. Maybe. Well, that that's I I agree. Except that it didn't happen in, in, with without that kind of wind gusts. Hmm. I was able to go around semis. The, I I drove down to Florida and back. I was able to go down or, or, or pass them and go around them without a problem until I got to those huge wind gusts. Hmm. That's interesting. So I, I, I'm a, Paul, I, Mike, I've never – you got me. I've never heard I'd it. Ne- I don't know. 
I don't know either. That's why I thought I'd ask you guys because I said this doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. So anyway, anyway, just something for your um, uh, for your repertoire there, gentlemen. Appreciate it. All right. Appreciate it, Mike. Bye-bye. As always, thank you. I'll do some research on that by the way this week and see if I can't see if there's anything on that because I nothing nothing rings a bell on that one at all. Paul, you're next, sir. Yes, uh, my favorite uh, station wagon was a 1986 Nissan Maxima. Uh, wonderful car, uh, very comfortable with electric seats, sunroof, excellent drivability, good storage room, although the rear seats would uh, never lay quite flat. Hmm. But uh, to me, it was an excellent vehicle. You know, I had forgotten they did a station wagon in a Maxima. Yeah, they did. I know. Yeah. Great car. I, 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 yeah, they didn't last very long. I mean, just... The, uh, the the station wagon. They did away with it after, I think, about three or four years, maybe five years. Huh. I forgot that too. By the way, I, I think the only thing that was wrong with those cars, I think, the fuel injectors used to leak, and that was the only thing. the The rubber on the fuel injectors would leak, and that was a scary thing. But I, I love yeah, those never, cars. They're ne- good cars. Never had any. Never had any problems with the uh, engine or anything. It was just an excellent vehicle for me. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. A good choice. That's, that's a good choice. Yeah, yeah. good one. Thank you. Paul, thanks. I appreciate it very much. And, uh, Kurt, real quick before we go to break, interest rates, thoughts? Uh, They actually went down yesterday. Okay. See, the rates are moving every day. So one minute they're up, next minute they're down. Now, they've moved a lot since in the last six weeks. But the Fed's fund rate didn't affect the rates, so the rates actually went down yesterday on mortgages. Okay. We'll take it. Yeah. Best best station wagon I've I've ever owned or thought of is a 1987 Toyota Tercel four wheel drive. Looks like a little yes. little bitty. Uh, yes, those were, those were great in the had snow. Had the big windows. They yeah. were oh, in the big I storm mean, we had in the yeah. 80s. In yes, 83, 84. Oh, yes. I had one. I, I couldn't sink. I just got on top of all the snow. It was just a great little <laughs> no, car. You are you are correct. Those and they, those things would literally they were like bulletproof. Yeah, they would literally forever. go anywhere. You couldn't hurt them. Forever, no, yeah. you are correct on that. Get yeah. a four wheel drive. It was yeah. it just go. It was front wheel drive. It was four. Yep. All right, Dan, hang tight. We'll come right back. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. 
You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be with the newest windshields. That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse, none at all. You can trust the original Novus Pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass, a proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You might be misinformed about your home insurance policy, and while you're making the claim, is not the time to find out. Paul Lewinberger knows this and will educate you about the types of home insurance so you can make the right choices. There are three different kinds of home insurance. Structural home insurance covering the outside, liability insurance for if someone gets hurt on your property, and contents insurance for possessions inside the home. Paul knows that the insurance money received after a big loss is often not enough for total loss replacement in fact, with other companies, there is no such thing as total loss replacement. That's unique to Paul. Make sure your coverage matches your premium. Otherwise, you can't have the peace of mind that you should have with insurance. Work with someone who will make sure you have the right policy. Call Paul Lewinberger at 303-662-0789 to learn about getting coverage that gives you peace of mind. <clears throat> all right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service with us all three hours, by the way. Kurt Rogers, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Be with us another, you know, how long he ever wants to stay. He's always welcome. It doesn't matter. <laughs> however, however long you want to be here, I could care less. So That's Kurt's call. Dan and Blackhawk, you're next. How you doing, guys? Good, sir. Good. Hey, um, I don't know. I was, I was picking up uh, some elk meat that I had processed, and I heard Cindy talking. And my son is out in Virginia. I don't know if he, if she's still listening or not. I don't know if there's a way for us to get in contact with each other. But he bought a he bought a, a Dodge Ram out there, a used car. So okay. he did a lot of did a lot of looking. So if there's a way for Cindy and I to get in, in touch with each other, maybe I can take my number. Well, I know how to get a hold of you. So if she if she reaches out to me, I can figure that out. I'll, okay. Uh, and then another question. I was listening to. I think it was Jerry was talking about his. Uh, F-150 and yeah. oil change. And so my question is, I have a 2008 uh, Nissan Frontier that I bought used. I don't know the exact history on it, but what type of oil uh, and changes, and do I need to do any kind of treatment on the engine? Kind of my question. Do you think there's anything I should do, or just keep doing the maintenance I'm doing? I would. I would probably do an EPR 
you know, uh, on an oil EPR is where we kind of flush that oil a little bit and come back with a with a good synthetic. I don't recall. I think it's going to be a five twenty if I remember right. Maybe a five thirty right. from my memory. I think yeah. that's right. So, something like that. But uh, whatever the whatever the manual's calling for. Um, but what that, is, and, what is, and maybe follow up with some MOA. Keep some MOA and what did you say for the oil treatment? Uh, uh, the first one is EPR, engine performance. E- Repair or restoration. restoration or whatever they call it. Restoration. Yeah, and it's it's a okay. good it's like an oil flush the way I look at it. It kind of takes away all that carbon and crud and kind of get cleans up those rings. Um, I'm pretty sure yours is going to be a timing chain motor. Is that correct? It's it's a timing chain. Yeah, yeah. so that I think that's even more important to do it on that engine too because we want to keep those tensioners moving properly, keep that chain cleaned out so there's going to get more crud crud in there, and um, then follow up with an MOA help keeps it lubricated really good, keep those rings open okay. and. Uh, uh, I, those are things I would probably do, and I do that on a regular basis. You know, maybe well, at least once a year, depending on how many miles you're putting on it. Okay. Yeah, probably uh, will be around fifteen thousand would be my guess. Yeah. So you could probably do that to one out of. You know, if you're going to change oil, I, I would say every five thousand is what I'd recommend. I would do that at least okay. one out of the three. Uh, do do that okay. much, and maybe MOA every time. Wouldn't be bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the MOA is the oil treatment. Is that yes. correct? Yes. It's an oil additive. To the uh, to, yeah. Okay. Okay. And then uh, the would you call it EPR? EPR. Performance. Engine, Engine EPR. performance restoration. restoration. Okay, and that's a BG product. Yep. Both those are BG products. products. Yes. Okay. And then uh, I know the previous caller was talking about an '86 Max, so I don't know exactly what he said, but uh, I have an, an '85 Nissan that's uh, I got 450,000 on. <laughs> really nice. Yeah, and it's. It's a little four banger. It had the eight spark plugs for the emissions. Oh, they had the little, oh, yeah, the little truck. Yeah. Yeah. They were the NAP. I think it was the NAP 27 uh, is the Nissan model for it. But that thing ran forever. Oh, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's a great little engine. It didn't have much horsepower, but it was a, it was an awesome little engine. Oh, yeah. And so I'm getting rid of that, that truck. Because I got the 2008, <laughs> so um, but it's it's a great little engine and those Maxima Nissan was doing good in the mid 80s and then I don't know what happened to them in the 90s. But yeah, they they have had some struggles, haven't they? Even now, I'm looking at some of their their new cars and they're just not there compared to everybody else. Yeah. To, to me, they just don't. I agree with you. I don't feel like they're there. Um, what year was that first truck with the eight eight spark? I have a customer that has two of them and he loves them. And it, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an eighty-five. I actually 85? have two of them too. Do you? <laughs> I a, should get you two I've guys together a, too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've got, well, I've got another eighty-five Nissan. It's got seventy-seven thousand miles on it. It's the King Cap, and yeah. it has no rust on it whatsoever. So, it, but I'm getting rid of it because there's no no reason for me to have that many cars. <laughs> I have I have hey five now. trucks at home. Hey now. So, hey now. <laughs> And you ever have too well, many? Well, well, Get a bigger garage. Well, That's right. Well, uh, well, and you can help with that. <laughs> I have, so my friends are giving me a hard time. I've got five trucks at home. Okay. Um, and plus a Toyota uh, Camry. So, But I just, you know, it's the insurance. Yeah. If I'm not driving them. Yeah, you know, I know. So yep. but We have people that can help you with that, too, here on the yeah. show. Yeah, we do, actually. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, that was it. And then your station wagon, just a little comment. I remember back in the 80s when I graduated from high school, my son said I'd be driving a, a station wagon. <laughs> I'm not driving no station wagon. I'm a, as you can tell, I'm a truck guy, five trucks. Yeah. So, 
<laughs> but he said, well, it was a Mercedes-Benz uh, station wagon. But that was before the, uh, the what do they call them, suburban assault vehicles, the minivans. Oh, yeah. ML. So Lee Iacocca, and this is the crazy thing, Ford had Lee Iacocca, and he left, and then he went to Dodge and created the, the minivan. So just think the what Ford missed out on if they would have kept Lee Iacocca. So just crazy. You know, so, he was a visionary. Anyways, yeah, he was. He was yeah, a visionary. He yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, he was. So yep. anyways, you guys have a good day. Hey, Thanks you do the same. Dan, as always, I appreciate it very much. And I tell you what, Craig and Wheat Ridge, Mike and Littleton, you guys hang tight. We'll take you over the top of the hour. I want I want uh, Kurt to explain really quick because a lot of you car guys, I really feel like the all-in-one mortgage for a lot of what you guys are looking at on on just cars and upgrades and things that you do. And a lot of you are, are self-employed that listen to us on a regular basis as well. Kurt, and I know we talk about it a lot during the week, but not everybody hears during no, the weekends don't. on the weekday. So talk about the all-in-one. Okay. Uh, the all-in-one is a simple interest loan that allows you, as your payoff goes down, your payment goes down, which means it takes the cash that you're putting into your checking account and applies it to your principal, and it keeps feeding itself. It's like that two pennies to four to eight to 16. Correct. It just keeps magnifying, yep. and all of a sudden, in half the time, you own your house. Well, the sleeper about it is if you own your house faster, you pay less total interest, so you're actually paying a lower interest rate. Right. And most of our customers are in the mid-twos on the actual effective rate. It, uh, in f- I have one. Steve's got I one. Yes. I've got multiple people that uh, I consult with, coach, that have them. Uh, and to Kurt's point a moment ago, um, we talked about this on, on Thursday as well. I've, I've not had – I have no complaints, and I don't have a single person that – that I've referred Kurt to to do it that has a complaint. I even have one. It works. I mean, it just works. <laughs> it, and, and, does, it does work. You know, Steve's here. He, you know, he knows. I, I mean, know, it, I know. it, it mm-hmm. just works. I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard uh, mortgage to describe because everybody's so used to a traditional mortgage. But and even Steve, I think, can attest this. Once you have it and you see how it functions and you get to see the the uh, the way the money is now working for you, it really does become a whole new concept on how mortgages work. Am I saying that right, Steve? Yeah, yeah I agree. We're so used to the 30-year fix that's been yes. around for 60, 70 years. And th- this works completely different and allows you to own your home faster but it, still be able to access the equity. It really works the opposite, yes. I, I would say, yeah. is probably the best way to explain it. And, it. and, again, it's hard to wrap your mind around, but and I, I guarantee you, and I don't want to take – words out of Steve's mouth, but once you have it, you see it function, you see the ease of how it functions, it's a no-brainer. You, won't, it go, not, Steve? you won't go back. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, it, none of my customers like want to go back. No, no, I wouldn't. I'll never yeah. go back. No, I'll but, never go the other direction. But no. I know you say in your advertising, it's been around for a long time, yeah. this particular type this of loan. This loan, it actually was created in 1965, yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't proposed to enough people, only if you made millions of dollars, and that it works very well. It does. No matter what your income. Somebody asked me the other day, and I got this question even yesterday in the consultation I was doing. You know, why why isn't it offered by more brokers and more you know loan companies? And I I said this on Thursday. I'll say it again, because you stop doing loans with them when you get this one. Unless you want to ah. up your a loan amount and, and you know add more equity into it. Once you have this, there's no need for them anymore. You don't need me anymore. Right. And we talked about that. Once you do the loan, you need to do home improvements or That's home right. repairs. Done uh, deal. The, you don't have to go get another mortgage, pay more fees. Right. It's, it's built into in our, the loan for 30 in, years. In our lives, did we go and get a new mortgage every five to a seven lot, years? A lot, dude. On average, it's every five years. Is every it every five? five? 70%. I, I, yeah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. And, 
Yeah. So, and pay yeah. more fees. Why? Yeah, that's right. Why? All right. Kurt Rogers, 720-895-0500. Any questions you've got, just let him know. Craig, Mike, hang tight. We're going to come right back, top of the hour, give you guys plenty of time. And uh, this is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.